and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to your new episode of Dan Moriboshi is a Dick. Who? <laughs> the captain. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Formerly known as the Science Patrol, your <laughs> Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Holy mackerel. Yeah, is the, the captain is a jerk. <laughs> I, I had to write it down in both of the two episodes that we watched. He slaps the guy. Yes. For, hey, grow a, grow a pair. Right. Also, they slap the kid in slap one episode. The kid, grow a pair. Grow there's, up. Yeah, there's I mean, lots of slapping. I... Oh my goodness. Yeah, that wouldn't go over well today. No, Obviously, not so much. Went okay over the 70s yeah. where, you know, adults were better and all that. Right. Now it's, you touch my kid, you better right. get ready for me. He's got no parents. But he's got that one family that has sort of adopted Yeah, but he's got no actual parents right now. Yeah, but still. Who's going to sign the permission slip? The people that have sort of adopted him will sign the permission slips. I also like the fact that they have returned... The the kids are part of the like continuing the narrative. Yes, yes. I, I, I like, thought we would for, for like okay, we did them. See you later. We, bye. we adopted them <laughs> off. That would be great. That would be. But great. it is nice that they are keeping them. Yeah, and I mean, in the first episode, that's the whole crux of the episode. Is this kid is sad because he still remembers his parents right. dying. Right. Right. And, and why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, true. True. Um, so the first one is uh, entitled "Your uh, Don't Don't Cry, You're a Man." Yeah, and I really don't like the fact that they are using exclamation points for everything. Well, well let's the, go. <laughs> Every line of dialogue is delivered with an exclamation point. Well, not really. I need to use the bathroom. <laughs> Do you? You know? Are you sure? Oh, <laughs> uh, and I mean, the kids don't yell. But, yeah, there is a lot of yelling in this show, and I'm starting to not like it. <laughs> I don't I know. want yelling. Yeah, I know. Like, there's... It, th- I don't know if this is just a... a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Trope? Yeah, trope of 70s Japanese TV is everybody's real intense. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't know. I didn't watch Japanese TV in the 70s. Nor did I. <laughs> um, but, you know, hey, you know... We gotta go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... We got uh, this originally aired 5-10-1974, directed by Shoji Tojo. Um, Shohei Tojo, sorry. Um, it's not... I, I, the direction is funny because, like, different director, same style. Yeah. I like the style. Um, it's different than anything we've ever seen before. Uh, and it's you can see now, it is on a lot of the stuff that was coming out in the 70s. Because it's a lot of training montages, yeah, and it's a lot of weird angles, yep, yep, and it's a yep, lot of yep. stuff that you're going. All right, I can see where they're going, but do we all have to do it? Is it all going to look like this? Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Yes. Look at any '90s era sitcom. Yeah. And they're all sort of mushed out of the same mold. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. They're all in the Friends mold. Yeah. And then you look at the look at mold. certain when you when something becomes popular. Everybody else copies it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, it's the way things are done. Yeah. That's it. When uh, movies first came out, everyone stood and talked. 
and there wasn't much movement because this was a play that we decided to put a camera in front of. Yeah, basically. And, yeah, that's. And you could understand it at that point, and then they started to add more and more and more. And you couldn't move cameras as much. Not well. You. They could, were so bloody huge. They were enormous. Yeah. So like, enormous. and then they figured out, hey, if we put wheels underneath them, they move. Yeah. Here's a thought. We could put a. We could put it on a track even. Yeah. Real smooth. Craziness. It's amazing the amount of. Uh, different things we've done. So anyway, on a lake field trip, young Toru, along with his little sister Kar- uh, Karu, uh, they lost their fa- uh, father to the alien circ last episode, finds it difficult to be uh, in on a picnic with a bunch of families um, whose parents are able to be with them. Right, it's, that, it's kind of a school trippy kind of thing because yeah. it is on a big school bus. I think it's probably from the from the rec center. Yeah, I think they actually had a couple people from the rec center yeah. just to show that it is the rec center. Yeah, well, Gen, Gen was there, and Gen, Gen was there. Uh, it's a whole gift gif thing all over yeah, again. Yeah, I know it's annoying. It? Um, it's fine, though. Now, he sees that the kid is really sad and upset, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to act as your father today. And, of course, that gets kiboshed real easy because he's called away to investigate. Right, it's almost as soon as he says... I'm going to cheer you up. Hold on, let me answer this. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I got to go. Yep. Uh, and you're like, oh, man. <laughs> Why would you do that? But what can you do? Um, Not a loss. Now, the monster is Canadorus. Right. And it's some sort of dragon-looking thing with bat wings. Which, yes. Okay, fine. I'm good with. You know, it's a and relatively... A big blade head. Yeah, which he can take off... And will sort of shoot at anything. Sort of like the the slugger. Right, right. And I was good with that. And he shoots it at a plane, knocks it down. Later on, he shoots it at other things, knocks those down. Right. Good with that. Right. I don't like how it was used at the very end, which we'll get to, (laughs) but that's fine. My assumption is anytime there's a spiky part on a monster, it's going to be used against them at some point. Yeah, but I mean, like you said... I understand that this was made for adults, but really, I don't need to see a spike in the eye. Now, to give that away, well, obviously. Fortunately, you wouldn't, because it would be a spike in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the, even in the monsters, I don't yeah. need to see that. No, I don't need to, but it was, you just go, oh my. <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. Oh, no, that's as a good adult. I'm just like, wow. And I watched these two with Owen, and he's just like, okay, whatever. It's, like, <laughs> it's just monsters. <laughs> It's just monster violence. I'm fine with monster yeah, violence. Yeah, I guess. You do want... You kind of want to see the monster get his comeuppance. You know, well, they so... they get their comeuppance in this show. That they do. There is some uppance coming, let me tell you. So, um... The, uh... What's funny is they, they, they tell, again, uh, that he can't, um... Go back on patrol until he... He figures out... The the monster by um, this machine that Dan Maraboshi builds. That's right. like this giant chopping. It's basically it's basically a uh, this Rube Goldberg esque like. Oh yeah, it's got two arms and a big claw in the middle. Yeah, that all go at slightly different speeds. So you have to try to figure out how the arms. And I'm sitting there trying to figure out. Okay, fighting this thing. We'll have what to do with the monster. Nothing. So far, none of the training montages seem to have anything to do. jack squat <laughs> to do with actually defeating the monster. It's like, well, there's training montages are big, so we need to come up with some sort of training montage 
every single, single episode, like to make sure that everyone knows that yes, he's training, and yes, this is happening, and yeah, and you're like, I get the point. Yeah, I see what you're doing here, but I don't see what you're doing here. I mean, I I, I also understand that's an easy way to fill out five minutes of time. Yep. Because yep. you can watch the training montage and yep, build this stupid little robot that they used. You had to figure they had to build that for their show. Yep. So that's where... What, that thingy? That thing had to be built for the show. How much, where else would you use it? How much could that have cost? A hundred dollars? It looked like no, plywood and foam. Yeah, it was plywood, but I mean, even <laughs> pulling the strings, you would have had to have pulleys for the strings and all that. So we'll see. Yeah, okay. Five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks, but that is five hundred bucks you're taking away from the rest of the episode. I know. And that's okay. You're filling in five minutes, so that's how you're explaining. Right, right, right. Bucks. Yeah. But it was completely unnecessary. No, it wasn't. It's, it's like something they were like, "Hey, um, I built this in my garage over the weekend. Can you guys use it? Oh yeah, this is great. It's going right <laughs> in the episode. Hey, hey, roll this thing over here. We're gonna have again uh, take a couple of swats at it." And you can see, like you said, it is built of cardboard because he never actually touches the thing. Right. Because you know it's not going to give any sort of clang. You know it's not metal. It's painted cardboard. Of course, yeah. I mean, even if you, even if they, you, there's foley for that, you can add that in. But he's just avoiding touching it. Yeah. Like, because he knows it's just going to collapse. There's a lot of rod. Yeah. And you. And just like, yeah. okay, we'll do something. Yeah. Actually, hit the thing. No, you can't because it's just going to fold like a cheap suit. Oh, right. Okay. And then he. He does break a part off, and it goes towards one of the other guys that works at the fitness center, and he catches sword catches it in there, like kendo. Yes. And he's yes. like, "Wow, I could never do that in my kendo class, but I can do it now." It's a blade catch. Okay. Thus revealing how he's going to defeat how he's gonna the monster. Defeat the monster. Now, uh, meanwhile, the little guy is having problems vaulting over the horse. Yeah, the, basically the pommel what he's horse, doing, right? he's... The pommel horse? Pommel horse, yes. Yeah. No, there's no pommels on it, though. So just a horse, maybe. The pommels are the hand doohickeys. And if you're trying to vault that, you're going to have a bad time. Bad time, time. yeah. <laughs> things are not going to go well. Yeah. But, yeah, it's some sort of horse. Right in the tenders. And he... Basically, what he does is he sort of jumps on it a little bit... Right. ...and sits down and whines. And you're sitting there going, okay. Yeah. I kind of get the point that you want to jump over the thing... Appropriate. Once you're on the thing, you're going to sit there and whine. All right. That's appropriate child behavior, I suppose. suppose. So the monster decides it's going to come back through Tokyo and do some more very high-level destruction. Which is good. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. They did, again, again, kudos to the special effects team on this show who are... Excellent. Really putting it in. Excellent. And there was a nice split screenshot mm-hmm. of the kids running mm-hmm. towards the monster in the background mm-hmm. and the monster stomping towards Right, them. right, right. I really thought that was super well done. Yep, yep. I mean, this, for being 16, 17 years before Ultraman Great, is better than anything Ultraman Great did. Yep, absolutely. Completely. Absolutely. We also remember they're still shooting on film. So yeah. film's a lot easier to do composite work on. True. true. At least good composite work because at that point it's proven technology. Right. You've been doing composite work since the 40s, the 30s. You can kind of figure and it out. Fritz Lang did it in uh, Metropolis. What was true. It, 29, something like 29. that? 30 yeah, something? Exactly. Um, so 
the internet will correct us. Oh, um, no, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. I mean, you, you can even go with the composite work that Orson Welles did in Citizen Kane. Sure. And you can see the three different pieces he had. I've seen the, you know, making of and all that kind of yeah. stuff because it's, you know, theoretically the greatest movie ever. And you see all the different work that he did to make the composites look like one piece. Yeah. And it really works out. Well. Yeah. 1927, Metropolis. Okay. Okay. Still, I mean, it was a decent movie. I don't think it was great. What, Metropolis? Yeah. I've only seen it once. Apparently, the restored version puts a whole bunch more stuff into it. Well, I mean, it, it's basically... It's like two and a half hours, this restored version. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want the, the hour and a half version that I have seen is good enough, but it's basically the Communist Manifesto brought to life. It's on YouTube. I'm yeah, a, sure I'm it is. I end up watching that. No, it, I mean, basically, just be ready for a lot of communism. Long time. Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot of communism. I don't remember that, but maybe. Okay. Well, the people have got to unite together and be a commune and work all together for the same... Th- it's, it's a lot of communism. But okay, it's fine. Fair it's enough. It's fine. And, you know, it was before communism was really, really, really bad. Okay. I, fair enough. Um, so, let's get back to what we're doing. We're in our Don't Cry, Be a Man. Um, yeah, Moriboshi is just such a tool in this. Yeah, he... I understand, you know, you want the whole... Uh, the whole hard master and like you want to be a tough guy. I get it. You want to tell your guy, listen, you really have to work at being who you want I'm to be. Smack you around with my cane. Oh, He really does just smack him a lot. And if it was me and it's a guy hitting me with a cane, that guy might not stand for very long because I'd be hitting the leg that is good. But he's your cat. But he's your captain. That's the thing. He's your cat. He can't do it in subordination. See, but I'm not in the military. That's, that's why I could never be in the military. Because right. I wasn't going to have people screaming at me that <laughs> yeah, I don't scream back at. Okay, so um, he even says, Captain, what will this accomplish? And he's like, what will it accomplish? Well, those words of man who said he would defend his home world. He goes, yeah, but I mean, if I can't do anything for one boy. Yeah, why am I trying to defend yeah, the whole saving world? saving the earth is a hollow idea. And even more of was like, you know, you're right. Yeah, to a point you can understand what he's doing. I'm trying to really help this one kid. And the more I help this one kid, the more I will be able to help humanity. Whereas the captain is saying, look, giant monster. Take care of giant monster first, then help kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You can see it from both ways. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the slapping and the hitting of the cane. (laughs) It's not the kid, too, because he's like, he was like... Exactly. I'm like, wow. It's amazing that you can see the differences. This is almost 10 years since the original Ultraman. And you don't, you see the differences so far of um, much more yelling. Yes. um, Yes. Much less, much more drama. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. Um, there's Hoshino probably should have taken a whack or two <laughs> in the original Ultraman. You'd like to, I mean, why are you stowing away? You know, like we told you not to go in there. You know, <laughs> but in the original Ultraman, <laughs> they were trying to introduce this whole thing. Yeah, and like well, you it's said, also the 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 times, the times, the times. It's almost ten years prior. Yeah. You can see how things have have Change. changed, and people have gotten coarser because of the stuff that's happening in Asia at the time. In yeah. Vietnam, people are just like, oh my god, I don't like anything anymore. Right. So, alright, fine. But, uh, 
So, uh, Leo finally, you know, comes along and uh, beats the ever-loving turd out of this monster. Um, this is his second fight, which is nice. The two fights in this episode. Yes, yes. And uh, so when the monster tries throwing his, like, boomerang... Um, his horn. boomerang horn, yeah, that's, that's one way to put it. Um, he, Leo catches it, yep. throws it back at the monster, and then hits the monster in the eye. And somehow splits the monster in half. Now, but yeah, he uses quite... some sort of burning hand technique. Like his hand was all lit up. Oh, I didn't when catch him. And, and goes didn't right down the middle of him. But I mean. Yeah, bisects him completely. Holy cow. Yep. I'm not so bad with the bisecting of the monster. It's the hitting the monster in the eye. And they gave a nice shot of the horn in the eye. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's something, and you're just like, what the hell? Yeah. Why would you do that? I mean, granted, you're trying to you're trying to have um, more adult content, more some yeah. And you notice all the previews; they say next week, blah blah blah. Watch it together. So yeah. they're trying to get everybody in on this. Now I can imagine in 1974 a bunch of Japanese moms being like, no, no, none no. of you are watching this. That's <laughs> it. Now nobody watches this. Well, when I was trying to watch this first episode. Of course, my wife walks in. What you watching? Ultraman, you know, I have to do this. She sits down and proceeds to have a full conversation. Why are they slapping each other? Not just that. She went on whole different tangents. They're very loud, yeah. Pausing the thing. And then start it up. Nope, something else. Pause it again. Start it up. Pause it again. Start it up. Finally, I turned the thing off. I said, okay, come on. Let's go to the other room. We can watch nothing that I know you don't care about. Right. And then you can talk to me, and we can I can catch you up on this later. later. Right. Soon as we walk into the other room, silence. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, you know, we put on the news, because it right. was about the time for the news. Put on the news, she's intent on the news. And I'm sitting there going, you wanted to talk through the show you know I have to watch. Yeah. Now the show I don't care about, the news isn't going to change. Number 45's an idiot. Things are bad. Oh, right. my God. We can figure that out. Right. Now you want to say nothing. Really? All right. I'm going to go back and watch my giant monster show. That's exactly what I did. Like so a grown man. Uh, you're watching the news now. You're good, right? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, I'm going to go watch this Ultraman now. And she's like, nah. Yeah, I'm gonna stay go stay here because I'm done now. Yeah, I'm gonna watch my I'm gonna watch my giant monster show like a grown adult. That's what's exactly. Happening. I have things that have to be accomplished. All right. <laughs> so in his first and only series appearance, our monster minute goes to Canadoris. Um, he is sixty-two meters and thirty-nine thousand tons. I would have thought he would have been taller. Well, oh, the horn probably makes him look taller. Okay, it's, uh, it's slimming. It's slimming. All right, hold on. Here's the monster roar. There we go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he is a monster of space. He began to attack Japan's cities. Uh, as it vented its rage, uh, the monster attack crew began to strike back, but the beast unleashes its blade. Oh, yeah. Knocks two of the guys, like, blows up their planes. planes. Yeah. Knocks two planes down, which yeah. I was and you're impressed like, with. You realize how many... Um, Anonymous red shirts there are in the monster yeah. attack group. Yeah. I think they were like, hey guys, Star Trek uses these things called red shirts. We're gonna start using them. We kill they kill them off like every week. <laughs> let's let's do that. 
I'm almost guaranteeing that that's like somebody how they worked it out. Yeah. 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 They've done it for years now. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's yeah. the same fifty episodes. Yes, it's the same. I but they've done it for just, years. But still, so um, dodging the blade repeatedly, Ultraman Leo uh, manages to have the beast accidentally impale himself in the eye when the blade was returning. See, that wasn't an accident because Ultraman oh, Leo caught it and kind of redirected it. Yeah. Well, not just redirected. Oh no, he actually, did it. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, he actually threw it. It's not an that's accident. Right, that's he right. He threw it at the monster. This is a thank you, Phantom by uh, Wikia. That's uh, no, that's fine. Correct. I mean, it's okay. We we let them go because they give us everything else. Yeah. But I, I'm just, just um, going to point out the fact that they're wrong. And then Leo jumped <laughs> up and came down with a uh, lethal Leo chop. Slice Leo chop. That's right. Oh slicing God. the monster in half from skull to groin. Yeah. I mean, that was a good shot. I like that shot. I gotta figure they used a nice miniature, two different miniatures for that shot, because the split in half, they did kind of show a little bit of foamy nonsense on the on the right. inside, little meat, little meat exactly. So I kind of figured, okay, they made a miniature specifically for that. I don't know. I wonder how they did. It's not like we can talk to anybody. You know who would probably know that is August Ragone. And we have to have him on the show at some point. He's the guy who wrote the book I gave you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool enough. He's like, if you want me on the show, I'd be happy to do it. I'm like, as soon as I can figure out how, yes, yes don't worry. Yes, absolutely. Don't worry. I'd love to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's fantastic. Um, let's see. Uh, his roar is a reused uh, Gabara roar, and it could be said that he's the monster version of Ultra 7, as he has the eye slugger plate on his head. Yes, yes. Um, he can shoot flames out of his mouth, 30,000 degrees Celsius. Okay. Sure. There you go. Um, he's capable of anti-gravity flight, and he's got the throwing blade. Right. Um, and that's basically it. So it acts like a boomerang. Yeah. It did make a nice toy of him. Oh, did they? Yes, they did. Oh, I think he's very fancy looking. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That is very, very cool. Yeah, okay. A, that's a uh, bull mark, and so you know that's expensive. Okay. Okay. Fair bullmark enough. is uh, bullmark is a sign of quality and price. Ah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, fair enough. Anything by bullmark is generally a uh, ridiculously a, a, expensive. Yeah. yeah. So this was a good episode. I mean, they're all good episodes. They're all good episodes, Beth. No. Well, I mean, there hasn't really been a bad episode. Right. The training montages, I'm just kind of letting slide. I kind of figure it's the time of Japanese. Yeah, they're getting honestly, they're dull as hell. But yeah, because but they're not. He's not training against somebody. It's all these like weird techniques, like split the waterfall, fight the machine. Yeah, yeah. And the next one, next episode, fight these logs. Yeah, and sharpened logs. Not not know, at just, first though. No, they were at first. They were at first. Or was he standing at the other end? He was so standing that, at the other end. Because you can. Nice, okay. you know, if you looked at it, and I purposely went back and said, Did, were they sharpened? Because I oh, thought think, about okay. it. Okay. Right. I went back, and you could see, like, the red that they uh, painted. So you could see it on the other side that the there's blood a of your enemies. red. Well, I don't know what the hell it's supposed to be, but it's red. I'm okay with that. Right, right. Yeah, see, I didn't notice that. All right, we're going to be right back in a minute with, uh, you're a man, burn on! <laughs> no, it, for me, it's, you're a man, get fired up! That's what it is there. <laughs> I don't know which one I like better. I think I like Get Fired Up. Yeah, and I, again, we gotta stop using exclamation. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused by your statement. We'll be back in a minute.
use exclamation points for this portion. No, we will not. No, we will not. That's. Oh, I'm exhausted already from that. Just for yelling for ten seconds. Dude, I'm tired. I, I could not be on this show. Shouting McShout face and the shouting things. It's doesn't just work so out. much. Yeah, it doesn't work. So much. Okay, you're a man. Uh, get fired up, or you're a man. Burn on the sixth episode of Ultraman Leo, five seventeen nineteen seventy four. Um, the viewer ratings not not shown here. Uh, viewer ratings for the other was about thirteen and a half percent. So they're getting to the point where they don't even want to tell you how bad it is. Yeah. Because it's that bad. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Right. Summary quick is uh, Gan and Leo fail to save a woman uh, angering her fiance. Right. The guy's name, and they pointed it out 15 different times, so I had to write down. Oh, okay. The guy's name was Shirato, and the girl's name was Yoko. Yeah. And she gets attacked by the Carrie alien. Carly. Carly, sorry, Carly alien. And it kills her. Dead. Right away. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, people, is this what we're just going to do is just kill any extra people? <laughs> I mean, I understand the red shirts Submarching die. the red shirts to this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, hey, you want to die in an Ultraman show? Yeah, I'll look good on the resume. Why yeah, not? I'll be on Ultraman. That'll yeah, count. sure, okay. She's got lines. She's got lines. She does have a couple lines. Yeah, fair enough. And okay. so, uh, yeah, because Officer Shirato has come to Earth because he's he's okay. Not he's their space officer. No, he's he works in the space station. Oh, and he has okay. come to Earth to for a conference about space. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Missed that part, but you that's could fine. think you could. I mean, I don't hold the meeting in space. I don't know why not. Well, Tell a conference the guy in. I don't know. No, no. I, I would give them that it would take it would be off sync by I a little bit, bit, but it like, is ridiculous. I'm yeah. from space. I'm here to Earth to talk to you about space. where I just was. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, they again uh, um, drops him off, um, and his fiance is all lovey dovey. He's like, "Just take good care of her," which, as you know by now, is the kiss of death. Yes. As soon as you ask Gen to do anything, it's going to go the wrong way. Yeah, it's like the first woman who sleeps with James Bond in almost any movie is has dead. to die horribly. Oh, is that? Yeah. 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 So and then the monster. Starts fighting her as just a regular size. Yeah, monster. small guy who looks. You know, if you notice that the guys who are like small monsters look sort of alien magma esque. Yes, like yes. maybe they, they're using the same costumes. Basically, with yeah. I'm that's, just wondering if that's like that. a um, what the in universe explanation is for that. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I don't I'll know. Go, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to worry about it. They all look about no, the it's same. Fine. Yeah. It's cheap because they use. The yeah, same they costume. reuse parts of the costume. Yeah. Sure. And then it becomes a giant. And stomps on the girl. Now, that luckily, they don't show the complete full stop, but they show foot right over girl and, and boop them. Right. And you're like, uh, okay. And then Gen becomes Leo to fight the monster. Gets slapped unconscious. Yeah. Oh. Gets his butt handed to him. Um, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, now, he decides that, you know, like, so... Um, Shatoro is absolutely furious at both Gen and Leo not knowing they are one and the same person. Right, right. And um, starts uh, using target practice. Right, because now he's going to become a protector of Right, so yeah, he joins the patrol. Because he thinks he's going to be able to shoot the monster with his little gun that explodes on impact. Right. Um, 
Okay. Now, didn't he, and he determines that there's some weak spot between the eyes. I don't that know how they determined that. that out. Was it? And the the Shirato didn't know that, so he's just shooting at anything. Now, right. I don't know. Like you said, I don't know how Jen figured it out. And never told Shirato. I thought Shirato figured it out. No, I don't think so. Everyone looks the same in the helmets. Can we just put that out there? Yeah. <laughs> they are cheaping out on the helmets, so shoot for the middle of the eye. No, I don't mean that. I mean, everybody on the Mac looks the same with those freaking helmets <laughs> on. I don't know who's who. We haven't spent enough time with any of these ancillary characters. No. That no. I can figure out who the hell anybody is. Yeah. Other than Gen, because he looks like he was carved out of a piece of mahogany. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not talking about that he's handsome. He just looks like somebody chiseled him with a shotgun or something. He is diesel. <laughs> he's got muscles in places that normal right, guys don't have muscles. Right, but he's just craggy looking. <laughs> for a guy who's supposed to be 24. Yeah, he looks about 90. Yeah, he's just grizzled. So, anyhow... He's on patrol without permission. Shatora runs into the Carly alien. He drives it away and discovers its weak spot. There you go, the eyes. Ah, okay, there you go. Captain Moriboshi then sends them out on patrol, separates everybody else. And uh, separates them into districts, and then lets Shirato be a free range. He's a floater, yeah. Yeah, and you'll be my sniper because I've seen you doing target practice. Right. Okay, yeah. um, sure, I guess. Now, um... What kills me here, and um, what also kills two members of Mac, <laughs> is they send them out by themselves. Yeah, no, I, I know. Right. Different areas, and the the Carly monster comes to one part, kills one guy. And the other guy comes feet. to his yeah, comes yeah. to his rescue and gets and killed he gets promptly killed again. as well. What I really liked was that area where they were were um, patrolling that like sort of. Narrow hallway, a narrow yeah. outside hallway. Yeah, that was very, very nice cool. location for this. I don't know where that is, but that is yeah. a very cool location. Yeah, it's pretty groovy. I mean, trust me, I work in enough of those in backyards of buildings in Manhattan, right? So I've seen that type of thing, but yeah. it's still cool to see them try to film in that kind of restrictive area, right? Right, like the monsters running up the wall and jumping down, and it's pretty cool. Now, meanwhile, again, uh, uh, training hard and learning a new technique to defeat the alien by. Punching logs um, that his friends are weaving back. Yeah, and now forth they're throwing it at, at him. him. Yeah, and I don't know why you would try to sharpen the logs into points, except to try to avoid the points. Right. I guess. But so whatever. Yeah. So then uh, Dan arrives and just starts beating the living hell out of uh, yeah. Dan again with his cane, and he's like, "Are you mad enough? You're not mad enough." Uh, and. Then proceeds to take him somewhere else to train him and start chasing him down in a jeep. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. And you're <laughs> sitting there going, why a jeep? Why? You're trying to hit the guy with your jeep. And he's avoiding you. Yeah. And he's like, no, come at me. And then doesn't he go after him in like an earth mover or something? No, it's always a jeep. It's always a jeep. Oh, okay. Because it looked like he was trying to get into a bulldozer or something at one no, point. No. And I was like, this is going to be the best. And then when Gen finally does figure out how to jump over the Jeep, what happens? He hits the side of a cliff and falls down the right, sandy right, cliff. Right. And you're like, well, that's kind of stupid, isn't right. it? Right. Oh, and then, uh, okay, fine. So uh, the alien again grows large size and uh, Gen transforms into Ultraman Leia. Right. Saving the Mac member Shitaro after he is uh, buried under some rubble while trying to shoot the alien. Of course. Of course. Because you're shooting at the alien, and guess what? 
it's not going to do a darn thing. He's very big and you have a tiny bullet. Exactly. Even though they are what look like exploding bullets, they're still not going to do anything. So how, how explodey can they be? Yeah, not the answer is not very. That's right. But then the alien shoots lasers from his horns. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like, which I liked. When he goes to grab them, yeah. he's like, wah, wah, and he gets shocked. Like, that was a nice that was a nice little effect. And the alien tries to knock at Leo. Right. Gets its horns stuck in a, in building. a building, which I thought was excellent. Okay, yeah, that, and then he I, jumps on top of him and right. knocks the whole building. Knock. How many times can Ultraman get knocked into a building in this show? Like All the time. He is all the time. at least 30%. Responsible for any and all collateral damage done on this show, and just kind of clumsy too. Yeah, he's just kind of clumsy. Yeah, but then when he does jump on the monster, somehow the horns break off. Right. So Ultraman grabs the horns and again sticks him right into the head. Right. Right. Come on, I don't need that. I guess I do. (laughs) (laughs) Then. Shiroto uh, then leaves, goes back to the space station, and Gen continues to train children at the end of the episode in karate. Yeah. Where uh, the one guy from the activity center gets punched in the jubblies by the little girl. Yeah, and it looks like it hurts. (laughs) Yeah, he he basically puts his hands up, says, come at me, and the kid just points straight ahead, which is in the guy's jubblies. Dong shots him. Oh, he is down. Dong shots him in one shot. It was amazing. Um, Wow. I thought that was pretty great. And and they make fun of it and laugh about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is great. Don't worry. You're fine. Oh. Hey, and let's talk about the fact that that, uh, Shirado was not only given a name in this episode, but he lived... Through the whole through the whole thing, so maybe that's the key. You have to have a name to be able to live. To be able to live, like if you're just you know Mac member number forty seven, you're like, oh man, it was nice meeting you. I was forty seven, waiting for number forty eight. I was hoping for a recurring role. Well, don't hope that hard. Although you could come back as long as you're only seen with a helmet, no one will know. (laughs) God, those helmets are so ridiculous. They are annoyingly large. That I do have to say is that they are not. Oh, large. but it's okay. It's all right. Uh, we did see another appearance in these episodes of the uh, crazy ice cream truck. Yes. Not, not really doing anything other than no, providing just kind of being there. But reliable ca- transportation for the uh, Mac for the Mac crew. Um, but yeah, again, uh, amazing amounts of city destruction in this. Yeah, and how much of Tokyo can be left at only six episodes? <laughs> none. None. <laughs> None. None of Tokyo is left. <laughs> but yet they keep attacking Tokyo, so yeah, they keep rebuilding it that quickly. And oh, when, okay. When, That's uh, how it works. In that episode where, uh, it's one of these two where Leo's fighting the monster at the, um, like the waterfront. Yep. Or the construction area construction or whatever. Construction area. And he falls and he... He knocks all sorts of stuff down. Right, he has this big, uh, what's up, Owen? I and just he, want to sit on my lap. Yeah, and he has a like he he finds those uh, those concrete tubes. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you want to see him pick them up and like whip them at the monster? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely. Put that in my pocket. Yeah. No. Does he have a pocket on there? On? Oh, he does have a pocket. All right, awesome. So and there goes the door. <laughs> Please note that the door sound effect is not a sound effect. That is my son closing the door on us because we're being loud. We're interrupting him. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's trying to watch Kung Fu Panda downstairs. And he's like, these two knobs are upstairs 
They're making noise. Yeah, wrecking harsh on my groove. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've seen Kung Fu Panda 35 times at this point. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. It's a great movie, guys. If you haven't seen Kung Fu Panda. Oh, it's a good movie. It's a solid martial arts film Rapid dressed culture. up as a panda. Yeah. yeah. It's it's it is what you want when you go into an uh, a wuxia film. A kids movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it was just dudes, it would be a fine martial arts film in and of itself. Yes. yes. If there was some guy doing what uh, Tai Long does to escape the prison, you'd be like, "Oh my God, Jet Li is amazing!" Exactly. You know, yeah. Exactly. It's fine. So, um, let's talk about Alien Carly, who disappointingly is not a sexy lady. <laughs> Because it sounds like it should be. Should be. Should now, be. see, here's the alien Carly getup from the getup, and it's not the same mask. No, it's not the same it mask at all. It has a full face mask. Yeah, not the same mask at all. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah, so, I mean, I think they're kind of, like, the basic ideas are the same. A lot of hair, too. Well, I mean, like, basically, it's just they're using the same silver bodysuit for all of the human-sized animals. <sighs> that could be, whoa, why is that on? <laughs> and then using Stupid different masks, trailers. which is cheaper to do, I get it. I'm right. fine with it. It's okay. Hey. Just for that, guys, I'm never going to watch Down a Dark Hall. Apparently that was the name of the film that just sort of popped up on us. Okay. Um, he arrives on Earth with unknown intentions. Carly begins to attack humans. It's funny because we know somebody named Carly, and you just picture her knocking over buildings. <laughs> an amusing thought. That would be an amusing yeah. thought. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad at you guys. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> he can go from 1.7 to 50 meters tall. Um, this is his first and only appearance. wonder why they don't use these monsters more. I think because they cut them in half. <laughs> That'd be a fair, fair answer. <laughs> that I would be... Maybe they are cutting these suits in half because they don't use them more than once. See, that'd be a wasted suit, though. You know what? You're right because they might They're have built the suit and then didn't do anything with it for six years until Ultraman 80. So they might have lost the suit just Yeah, the suit's time. just rot. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair so enough. Suits will rot. Um, um, uh, transforms of a towering beast before Gun's eyes. It defeats Ultraman Leo. And Carly returns his normal size and continues its antics as once again uh, before it turns into a giant again and starts wrecking the city. Its origin is the planet Carly. Big shock. Alright. Yeah. uh, Powers and weapons. Shoulder spikes. Two large spikes in the shoulders. Uh, Giant form. He can turn himself into his own kind of monster. Um, If he gets hit or shot in his eyebrows or antennas, it will die. Its giant form does not have this weakness. Oh, here's a a great shot of the monster with the spikes in its face. Oh, come on. you got to show it that one. I yeah. see it. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, that's annoying. He's like, don't. <laughs> hey, let me ask you, don't. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Ow. That's going to leave a mark. Exactly. That is going to leave a mark. Um, his suit was brought back in a 1990s stage show. Okay. But it looks like the... Yeah, it may have been the same suit because it looks like it's a little rough for wear. Okay. Um, yeah, so basically not a lot of... Uh, Information. On the, he wasn't really a great monster. No. I mean, he caused enough destruction and yeah. as a regular-sized thing, killed enough people. Yep. But not really that great a monster in and of himself. Yeah. So he's got spike lasers, 
Um, so you can emit a green energy beam out of his spikes and his shoulders, and they connect into a single beam. That's always that's always a neat trope for me: is the beams that connect, connect make a yes. stronger beam. Yes. Um, and then the electrical spikes that will that electrocuted Leo when he grabbed the spikes. Yeah. I like that part too, because that I just thought that was a nice effect. I always like seeing optical effects like that, yes. where he's like ah, just getting yeah. shocked, and you know it's yeah. all post editing, but yeah. the guy still has to shake it up yep, to make yep. it look realistic. I enjoy I enjoy that sort of thing so Fair much. Enough. I do. I like this stuff. Um, but yeah, so it, it's it, again, it was a, a solid enough episode. None of these are. They're not great. They're not awful. They're right in the middle of yeah, better than. They're good. solid. Yeah, they're solid. Yeah. They're not like nothing at, at any point so far has been where I'm like. Ugh. Yeah. Um, the next monster looks berserk. I haven't looked. Oh, you didn't watch the preview? I will not watch the previews because I don't want to know what's going on. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. Um, but the next episode is called Give Me a Minute. It's not called Give Me a Minute. Are you sure? Yes, it's called A Beautiful Man's Disposition. Okay, and there can't be an explanation, an exclamation point on that. No! No, I don't, I don't see one. Um, yeah, uh, it looks like he's fighting a... Brussels sprout. Okay. Uh, like I said, I refuse to watch the previews because I like to go into these yeah. things half blind. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's how I would describe it. Sure. Okay. So yeah, Fair be enough. here next week when Ultramilia fights a Brussels sprout. <laughs> Guys, if you want to follow along, of course, we are following along with um, these episodes on Crunchyroll where they are showing what I found out to be the um, Hawaiian broadcast from the 70s. Oh, okay. And they were subtitled then. Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty impressive. Yeah, nice, nice. I do not know if they're the same subtitles that are being used in the um, Toku. Oh, Because Toku is also broadcasting this. No. Now, does Toku, is Toku showing... Reboot, reboot, whatever. No, nobody's showing it yet. Oh, okay. So we're going to go with Leo until we can we're figure out how to get it. Yerp. Okay. And, and guys, I understand that Color Timer Subs is is doing a great job making subtitles for it. And I don't want to, if you guys want to go ahead and watch it, that's fine. Um, once we get to the point where. Um, it's out semi-legally. Yeah. So even, you know what? Even yeah. like to the point where it's like, if we get a little bit tired of everybody screaming at us from Leo, maybe we'll <laughs> go and do that. Um, but we definitely want to try and, um, as soon as it becomes legally available, we're going to we're gonna get on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we're trying to do things the right way. Yeah. I mean, granted, sometimes there is no right way. Like with Ultraman, great. There's no right way to do it. Well, well yes, there is. You could buy the Japanese Blu-ray, but come on, yeah. not made of money. No, no. Yeah. And no. I mean, it was freely available on YouTube. Right. They know it's there. If they wanted to take it down, they could. Could guess. No, anybody can take down. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying. I'm wondering if they're like. <laughs> yeah. That, it's it, not available in America. Let them have it. But yeah. It's possible. And that's basically what it is. Because I know, having been on strike any number of times. Yes. There was one. Where one of our, while we were on strike, one of our bosses did something that was ridiculously stupid. Got posted on YouTube. Oh, dear. 
He was able to, within three days, get it taken down That's by good. saying, this is me, here's a picture of me, yeah. I don't want this on YouTube. That's and amazing. he was able to take it down. Yeah, that's amazing. Because a lot of times it doesn't work out that way. Well, I mean, it, we can say it wasn't safe. It wasn't right. smart. And he basically said, you know what, this is me, I don't want this out yeah. there. Get rid of it. Yeah. And they did. That's shocking. No, no, no. I, this is what I, as far as I understand it, that's what YouTube will do. If you're the guy that's on the picture, yeah, and you can prove it's you, and he was yeah. able to do that, yeah, you can take it down even if somebody else put it up. Yeah. I don't want this on there because it's me. All right, fair enough. You know, most people don't care what's on YouTube about them, but this guy obviously did care. Right. And, uh, from there, it went. All right. Well, I've got a podcast recommendation for this week. Go for it. And it is on the Max Fun Network. Uh, the podcast is called Bubble. Okay. Bubble is a science scripted science fiction podcast of eight episodes. Oh, it's only eight uh, episodes? Yeah. I it was, it no, sounded it, like it was going to be more. I, well, it was, it's an eight-episode season. Uh, hopefully, we're going to get another season out of it, but it's not looking good, guys. So, if you listen to Bubble and like it, and I think you're going to, um, it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets Portlandia. Oh, and it's very funny, and it's uh, very it's very action packed, and nice. it's written by Jordan Morris, and he's a funny man, so you should support him. Well, the one I will recommend then, okay, is This Day in History Class. Okay, which gives you a nice little five minute clip of something that happened on the day you're in, oh. important in history, which oh. is from the pe- the girls that made you stuff that you missed in history class. Yeah, I like that, and it's a nice little five minute clip. Of something relatively important of the day, which is very cool. Cool. All right. I'm down with that. Great. That sounds awesome. So once again, uh, like us on uh, your podcatcher of choice. Find us on Facebook. Uh, We will add you to the group. You can like us and follow us there. Uh, Follow the podcast again at... Yes. Yeah, I have also something else. Go. Matt... And I'm not going to butcher his last name. Mastro Giovanni. Yeah, that's... I told you it's funny you say it with an accent. (laughs) He told me I butchered his last name, so I'm going to apologize now. And if you put it where I can actually read it, Mastro Giovanni. If you say so, yeah, I'm not going to believe you until he writes. All right. So there. Am I ha. right? I think I'm right. <laughs> I just I'm phonetically pronouncing it. Um, it was funny though because I did try. You were like whatever you said. I'm going Mastro Giovanni. Never mind. He's on. He's on a tear about something else. This will never get any place. No. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he, th- he, he he took it in good stride, though. Oh, no, he, he said I, I didn't butcher it as bad as it has been butchered in Which the past. Which is funny, because you really hammered it out. Like, <laughs> I, admit, I, admit. I was very shocked. Um, but, yeah, married to the woman I'm married to, whose first name baffles many, many people. Melina? Yeah. yeah. Just just baffles him. Yeah. They're like, hey, wait, what? Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> fine, fine. Just go with it. Just go with it. Yeah. Butcher it. We're used to it. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, so um, uh, again, follow us on Twitter uh, at the, uh, the underutilized at Ultraman Podcast. Um, that's all rich. That's not me. I'm not yeah, on Twitter. That's not on Twitter. I refuse. Yeah. Well, you know what? It took him a year to get a non-flip phone, so. <laughs> yeah, just social. Steps. Social pressure. That's all. <laughs> Sooner or later. Um, telling you, you don't have to post anything. You just nope. might enjoy reading. Nope. Okay. That's, that's what he says. Um, but yeah, that's about it, you guys. Um, uh, we'll see you next week. And it's uh, time for Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. 
We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at ultramanpodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.